Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Beyond the Balance Sheet Season 2, the footnote episode. I am your host, Ashley Bloom, and I am joined by Lee Manning. Hi, Ashley, and hello, listener. So today, Lee and I will be discussing my conversation with Nick Entwistle, founder and creative director of the Bank of Creativity and One Minute Briefs. Before I pick your brains, Lee, here is a short clip of my interview with Nick. We ended up doing the NHS campaign, which was a real big moment for us because we went from silly little one minute briefs to getting to Christmas number one. If I give all this time to people, people are going to give me something back. And that's what that's what the community is about. So, Lee? Yes, Ash? Have you ever come across One Minute Briefs? And have you ever done one? Ashley, to be honest, when I heard it, I didn't have a clue what a One Minute Brief was. So, <laughs> no, I now follow him on Twitter. So I've now got an idea of what a One Minute Brief is. So have you done any? Yeah, I mean, I actually do. I used to get up at about, I don't know, like 8 a.m. 8 I think he used to do them. And it was the first thing I did every single morning. It was like, so basically how it works is you have one brief, one minute, and that's the only rule. And you have to come up with a concept to answer this advertising brief within one minute only. So you're only allowed to spend one minute on your day doing this and submitting it. And then it just gets your creative juices flowing. Some of the responses are hilarious. And it's just a really great concept that has you know, grown into this ridiculous thing, which Nick talks all about in the podcast episode. But Lee, what did you think about the episode? And what did you learn from Nick's experience? Oh, yeah, it was was great, wasn't it? And what I remember from it, and what really stood out was, he overcame a heart attack at such a young age, didn't he? It was unbelievable. And the crippling back injury he was, he suffered during lockdown as well. Mm -hmm. Um, He had huge motivation. And that was what got him up every morning it was just crazy that he knew he had to serve his community and knew he had people who were sort of counting on him and relying on him and that's basically what got him up in the morning it's just yeah. unbelievable just sort of the, the dedication to do that every day is just yeah very very inspiring and also what started off was it just a side thing wasn't it it was just this, yeah a, just a him and his hobby. friend at uni yeah. doing it Unbelievable. And in the library or whatever. Unbelievable. And he beat Justin Bieber to number one. Yeah. <laughs> who, who can say things like that? It's just, yeah, really great. And basically he kept to what he believed in, didn't he? He believed in it, kept going, looked for a niche that wasn't out there and yeah. took calculated risks. And, and he's absolutely reaping the benefits now. Yeah, really good, really good um, episode. Definitely. And I mean, 
it absolutely shows because over the years it's progressed from just him saying every morning, right, today's brief is advertising buckets and they've got partnerships with such huge, huge names of business. They've done campaigns for Guinness, massive, massive companies. And I think why it has grown and become so successful, you know, they've got a reach of, I think it's about a billion people that they reach from every single campaign, every single day. So the exposure for brands is huge, but I think why it's so successful is that they've got a real authentic community that people truly care about and really want to be part of. And, you know, I spoke in the episode that it's so interesting because all business owners ever want to do is build a community, right? So how do we think, how do you think that business owners could adopt that sense of community like what Nick's done and apply to their own business? Oh, yeah, you already see it. There's so many networking groups now, aren't there, out there, business networking groups like B&I, B&I, Givers Gain, you've got everybody looking out for each other um, to help grow the business. And I think the internet's just transformed this and people can get such good advice and it's accessible for everybody. So I found that the people who really do make a success, who then set up their own group and set up their own community and get people involved and they're, and it's great for marketing their own business and getting their name out there. So I think it's huge and I think every business should be looking at what the community offers and how they can benefit from it. Definitely. So Ash, our question for you this time, Nick shares some really good advice about making sure you use an authentic voice on your social channels in order to connect with people. Do you think this still applies for more corporate industries such as our our industry, the accountancy um, profession? Yeah, definitely. I think there's, there's a fine line, isn't there? Because obviously every brand and every company has its own tone of voice and you can't you know, go crazy, you know, I'm a 20 something female running social media for an accountancy firm. And I'm not going to start posting, you know, Beyonce memes and gifts and whatnot and putting my completely authentic voice up on our personal channels. But you can definitely add personality into your posts and bring in that little sense of fun and who you really were, you know, who you really are. I remember that we did a day where we did hashtag awkward accountants. And for a full day, we tweeted jokes about the accountants and the stereotypes of the accountants and that kind of thing. And it was really successful. It got loads of engagement because we were ultimately just taking the piss out of ourselves. And stuff like that really works. People love when you use a little bit of personality and you bring in the right personality. As long as you do so in your brand tone of voice and that you use a consistent tone of voice, there's absolutely no reason why corporate industries cannot put in a little bit more of a kind of authentic and personal approach to their social channels without a doubt on that what do you what do you make of people sort of posting on behalf of businesses they they will outsource it a lot of the time how, how would you cope with that where they, they haven't got the right tone of voice i would say that as a business you should have a very very clear tone of voice guide anyway we call it our brand bible here at raffingers where we've got all of our kind of brand tone, the phrases we do and don't use, our personality. We've got, you know, the rules of how we speak and how we how we communicate, essentially. But if a brand can, can bring somebody in in-house to really take ownership of that tone of voice, that is always the better route, in my personal opinion. Agencies are great. They are great. But they will never understand your target audience, your community, your your voice, the voice of the people that you work with, 
as well as somebody that is there with you will. If not somebody in-house, somebody that knows your business really bloody well is equally as important. But it is so, so, so key because it's a really tricky one. You know, I know we've got 11 partners at the firm that we represent online as well as 70-odd members of staff. And I'm sat with them all the time. I know our voice. And it's really easy to kind of analyse that. And we've kind of come up with our informal, formal approach which is is a really nice balance of all of the voices of our office and of our people and our culture. And I think it really does take somebody really knowing who you are, what you do, why you do it, and your values to be able to communicate and articulate those things efficiently online. Yeah, on that note, Ashley, um, have you got any examples of companies that do it really well on the social media? Yeah, for sure. I mean, as you know, I used to work years ago in the smoothie industry and obviously one of our main competitors that we would look at all the time were Innocent Smoothies. Their social media is absolutely incredible. Just this morning, I was looking at something they did on social where they screen, they, they literally tweeted screenshots of WhatsApps that they had created that was as if it was the boss's conversation with the social media person. So the boss was saying something like, hi, you've not posted this for a while. Can you make sure you get it out? And he was like, well, what should I say? And the boss says, oh, say something like it's lighter, you know, it's 30% less sugar. And the guy screenshots that, posts it, and then designs a really crappy looking ad of two bottles with a little banner, like speech bubble thing that says, just say something like this is 30% lighter and posts that out. And they can just get away with it because it's their tone of voice, it's their brand, it's their humour. And there's really it's just such an amazing way to get your personality across in the work that they do on their socials. And, you know, another example is the recent example with um, Audi and the Caterpillar Cakes with M&S. And that is two giant companies really showing their personality and their social media people just knew what they were doing and how to get PR from that situation. Especially, you know, Audi absolutely smashed it. And it's so impressive to see. And, you know, at face value, you'd think, well, what voice would a company like Audi have? But if you can really nail your brand tone of voice, it has, it can go miles and it's got such a powerful impact. Not too long ago, we joined in with a campaign. It was Gymshark posted something from the perspective of their social media person. It was like, something my team don't know is that I've never used the gym. And we replied, something my team don't know is that I have to use a calculator. And they retweeted that on their channels, which means we got the exposure from them. So brands can really work together as well. If you're on it on social media, you can really get engagement from brand to brand support as well, which is really powerful. Here is Nick talking about the One Minute Briefs community. In a year, it had real had real impacts and we were the new kids on the block type thing uh, of, of the industry doing this different thing and featuring in a lot of magazines and articles and stuff. Uh, and then that just obviously, any sort of press stuff like that gets even more people involved. And then it just starts to snowball. We were doing you know, football teams, we, we books, we started launching, started doing events, meetups, and, and then these things just keep going to start. And the community aspect of it all just keeps building and building. And it becomes less about those little one-minute ideas and actually about the community that you've built and the and a safe place for people to come together share quick ideas without real judgment. 
Join us next week for the last of our footnote episodes where Lee and I discuss my conversation with John Maffioli, founder of click.co.uk. I've been your host, Ashley Bloom, and this is Beyond the Balance Sheet. Thanks for listening. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.